I hope you enjoy the upcoming content that we'll have for you on today's episode. I think you'll get quite a bit out of it. And know that today's episode is brought to you by the Swim Master Melody Course at successwithmusic.com. If you are in the songwriting game, if you are in the production game, make sure you understand what it takes to create a melody before you get to mastering and mixing and all that man it all starts with a powerful melody check it out today it is absolutely worth the investment the swim master melody course at successwithmusic.com hey let's get to the show this is swim success with music Yo, what's going on? How you feel? This is Walt, and this is Success With Music, and I am your music coach, your fried rice connoisseur, your didgeridoo amateur. Wah, 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 wah. Yo, let's dive in. Hey, I appreciate you listening wherever you happen to be in the world. This is Success With Music. Hopefully you tuned in to get some information about how to be better as a musician. And if you're new to the program, we talk about something fun or interesting at the beginning of the show and then move into our main topic. And we will be doing that as always. So today I want to start off with something that we did last month, and that was the game where we guess the age of musicians, famous musicians. And because we're just getting started here in a new month, let's go ahead and do that for today's opening interesting and fun item. So today we're going to do the famous musician birthday guess the age challenge. Yeah, that's a bad name. I think the name for this segment was worse before. So just appreciate progress. All you need to do is provide the age of the musician I am going to tell you about. All right. So it's pretty simple. So let's start with our first one. All right. Here we go. So buying this musician's shoes will set you back a few hundred dollars, maybe several thousand. Now, he was born in Atlanta, but reps Chicago. This prolific and dare I say, self-confident this musical icon is a rapper he's a writer he produces and he has launched into the fashion world and even married to a kardashian of course you know him as kanye omari west kanye west he will hit what major birthday milestone this month i'll give you a moment to think about your answer All right, so this month, Kanye will turn 40, 40 years old. All right, so let's go into the next one here. You may not know, this pop star began her career as a soloist for various symphonies. However, you may be aware of her TV career, her early TV career as Cat Valentine on Nickelodeon. Born in Boca Raton, Florida. This singer is Ariana Grande. This month, Ariana turns what magical age? I'll give you a second. I'll give you a moment to think about your answer. 
Time's up. Ariana will turn 24 this month. 24. All right. Last one. Hopefully you're doing well on this quiz here. If, if not, let's see if you can get this one. Younger people in the audience, you may not know, this guy started his career off as a rapper. Yep, in all the glory of the 90s, this multi-talented performer soared to fame with hits such as Good Vibrations. Now, fast forward many years later, you've seen him in the leading role in the two most recent Transformer movies. The old schoolers know him as Marky Mark. You may know him as Mark Wahlberg. This month, Mark Wahlberg will turn what age? I'll give you a moment to think about your answer. Boop, time's up. This month, Mark will turn 46. How are you doing on the birthday challenge quiz today? All right, so we're ready to hand out prizes. So if you got three out of three, you get my virtual high five. Ah, if you got two out of three, you get the virtual fist bump. Mm. And if you got one out of three, you get the virtual cold handshake. Mm -hmm. There you go. And if you got none of these right, well, Google it next time. All right, so let's shift over to our main topic this episode, it's it's called Collabo, Friend, or Foe. Collabo, Friend, or Foe. And if you're not sure what I'm talking about, Collabo, Collaboration, Collaboration, Friend, or Foe. I like Collabo because it rhymes with Foe. So Collabo, Friend, or Foe. Is this something as a musician you should be involved with? Collaboration. Now, let's take a quick step back. In our songwriting episode, we did talk about the building blocks for a good song. That's just you as an individual writer coming up with a song idea. So what I'm talking about for this episode, we're going up a level here. We're talking about working with other writers, someone in your band, a co-writer, a producer. We're talking about you writing songs with other people. Collaboration. Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Now, uh, just a, a real quick note about songwriting. If you did miss that episode, go back to it and check it out. It's called Songwriting Secrets from Nashville. Um, we go through some details about the building blocks for a good song. So, if you, again, if you have not heard that episode, I would highly recommend listening to that episode. I believe you will pick up some really good information. All right, so let's go back to it here. So when you are creating a song, you're creating, let's say, a melody, you're working on lyrics, you're working on your music. Is it a good thing to work alone or should you work with someone else? Some of you may like the idea of working alongside of someone else. Others may like working alone in terms of creating songwriting ideas. But I want to go into what's going to provide the best result at the end of the day. Now, quick story here, and this is the reason for uh, the, the podcast today. I play in the band, as many of you guys have heard over the past episodes, and my band happens to have a record deal, and this particular record deal is under the umbrella of a major label that most of you guys have heard of, no matter where you are in the world. Now, on my own, I've written quite a bit of music over the years. I've written for my own indie label. I've written for commercials. I've written for a number of uh, purposes. 
But for our band specifically, I have not been involved with any of the writing. However, I was recently invited to participate in some of the writing sessions. So as a musician, I'm like, hey, you know what? I want to jump on that. I want to most certainly participate and, uh, you know, just be a part of the whole writing process. And I feel pretty comfortable in my writing skills. Now, having said that, my band's music does pretty well. The music has charted and it's been heard all around the world. So when I was invited to participate in a songwriting session, it was a bit unnerving for me. But there was something else that was bothering me aside from collaborating with very, very strong songwriters and also with the potential of the executive producer scrutinizing my work. Maybe I was a little paranoid there. For some reason, songwriting in a group setting felt awkward to me. And that was uh, what was happening a few weeks back. And as I thought about it more, I just thought, hey, you know what? It's just a personal hang up. Maybe it's something that I've been accustomed to doing just being by myself writing songs. But then I stumbled on this interesting article. It just so happens that I uh, came across this article in the same week I was out in the songwriting sessions with my band. Now, this article comes from the Harvard Business Review. Now, I'm going to read you just a bit of information that I picked up from this particular article. You see, this article was really dealing with the concept of collaboration or brainstorming or working with others on something creative. Of course, we're talking about music, but they're just talking about general creativity. So let me read what they have in this article. There is very little evidence for the idea that brainstorming produces more or better ideas than the same number of individuals would produce working independently. In fact, a great deal of evidence indicates that brainstorming actually harms creative performance, resulting in a collective performance loss that is the very opposite of synergy. A meta-analytic review of over 800 teams indicated that individuals are more likely to generate higher number of original ideas when they don't interact with others. Did you catch that? They, in essence, are saying that the the notion of working together or brainstorming or collaborating can actually stifle or eliminate or reduce ideas. It can have the opposite impact. All of this time when working on anything creative, you know, I've always been told, hey, you know, collaborate, get together, work with others. And then, you know, you can actually bounce your ideas off of other people, have them as sounding boards, and you'll wind up coming up with a a better concept or something far better than you would on your own. So when I read this article, I felt a bit better about how I was feeling going into the songwriting session I was involved with a few weeks ago. When I was invited, I was excited to go in, but for some reason I felt like, I don't know, I felt like I was less creative walking into that environment, but I was invited into that environment because I'm a pretty good songwriter. And I'll give you four quick points about why I believe collaboration may not be such a great thing if done incorrectly, and I'll get to that later on. Number one, fear. When you're working in a collaborative environment, you have others there reviewing your ideas as it's coming out and they can be scrutinized. And quite frankly, many of us don't like being rejected. So as a result, fear of criticism or free fear of rejection may cause us not to be as creative. So the other week when I was in the songwriting session, I was sitting down at the at the piano kind of playing out some melodies. That's how I create songs 
more. That's my way of creating songs. I feel like I'm a lot more efficient songwriting sitting in front of a piano. And as I'm doing it, I realized that the other musicians, they're kind of sitting around watching me. So as I'm playing the melodies, I realize, oh, you know what? I'm trying to make it perfect. I'm trying to make it like it would be in the song. I'm trying to make it to where it fits the style of some of the writers that are there. And what's happening in essence is I'm writing with rejection hanging over my head. Now, these other musicians, they didn't say one negative word about anything I did or was playing. But for some reason, because I was being observed, there was an element of fear there. And I believe that that eliminated any creativity I had at that moment. I was simply trying to appease the audience that I had in front of me versus creating the best idea. Next, there could be the opposite. Where when you're in a collaborative setting and you come up with an idea, let's say you just sing something out, you may have other people that want to affirm who you are and they say, oh, that was sweet. That was awesome. That was slick. I like that. And what you may do is have ideas validated that maybe they shouldn't be. Maybe they should be scrutinized a bit further. Maybe it's not the best melody, but there may be an attempt to make one feel better And in doing so, ideas that come out in that creative session may be accepted in order to bolster confidence. So quick affirmation in a creative setting may have the opposite effect. Next, when you're working in a collaborative environment, you're taken off track very, very easily. A good friend of mine is actually uh, one of the uh, main songwriters in, in our band, and he was there in the session. And while I was coming up with a melody, I had an idea in my head and I was trying to play it out on uh, the piano. He was off doing some other things on the side. And as I was sitting there playing out what I felt was an awesome melody line, he on his laptop fired up a track from another artist, completely different genre, completely different melody. And as you can imagine, as a musician, as you're just trying to flesh out that idea, Music from another music coming from a different source, different melody, different key. It completely (laughs) threw me off. And so that magical melody that I had completely just evaporated. And when he started playing that track, I just got lost. I forgot what I was doing. And so when you're around other people, they may start singing other things or playing other things. And your create your creativity can be stifled simply by having the ideas that are coming up in your mind knocked out by competing sounds and voices and and, and music in this case. And the last thing I would say about collaborating with people in real time is that inspiration is lost. Let me give you an example. There have been times where I've been just driving down the road or sitting here at home and all of a sudden a melody will just come to mind and I'll start singing it and singing it. And at some point in time, I'm thinking, oh, this is kind of hot. I'll grab my phone. I'll turn on my recording app. And of course, I want to capture that melody as it's happening. So the point being is that inspiration will strike at certain times and it may not necessarily strike while you're in a collaboration setting. Sometimes inspiration strikes when you're simply in a very comfortable and a relaxed environment. That's why you hear about a lot of people making their hit songs in the shower because you're just there, hopefully taking a shower and All of a sudden that idea will hit or you're just taking a walk and that idea will hit. The point being is that if you're in a collaborative setting, inspiration, in my opinion, is lost because you're trying to force something that happens 
in most cases naturally. And it happens when you're in a very relaxed setting. But if you're in a situation where you're saying we got to figure out the figure this song out or we have to figure out this melody, we have to figure out this these lyrics. If you're doing that and you're forcing inspiration, it's really not inspiration. That kind of goes against the definition of the word. It's not inspired. It's forced. It's more contrived. And as a result, you're going to have something that is not as creative. So I want to slow down just for a moment here. I'm not bashing the idea of collaboration. I'm trying to dismantle collaborating in an inefficient way. So let's go to the opposite side of this. If you look at some of the major hit songs that are out there today in past decades, many times, if you look at the credits for the song, you will see that there are many writers on these songs. It's rare to find one guy that wrote this hit song. You're going to usually have at least, you're going to have two, three, four. I've seen song credits with like eight people. So there is something to be said about collaboration. There is a successful way of doing it. And even if you're not working on the next global hit, there's something about having input from someone else when writing a song. We all have blind spots and we all have times where we're going to need someone else to give us input to make our songwriting, our melodies, our lyrics better. So again, I'm not advocating writing in a bubble. I'm not advocating writing in a vacuum. So where does that leave us? Is this episode about one big contradiction, bashing collaboration, but then saying, hey, you know what? Collaboration does pay off. Well, as I mentioned, and I alluded to throughout this episode, it's proper collaboration. The proper type of collaboration will actually give you better results for your create for your creative activities. And for today's tip, let's get into how that can happen. And today's tip is brought to you by me. Now, I'm an author, I'm a music producer, songwriter, and I'm a speaker. So for your next musical event at your school, college, workshop, conference, invite me out. I would love to have the chance to interact with you, answer questions, and provide in-depth insight on the jingle business, the music marketing business, songwriting, and more. And we can walk you through how I will provide interactive, engaging music-related sessions for your event. So invite me out to your event by sending an email to ask at successwithmusic.com. That's ask at successwithmusic.com. So let's get back to today's tip about collaboration. So when you're working with someone on something creative, in this instance, we're talking about a song, my advice to you is to do your work in advance. That is the tip. Do your work in advance. So let so let me go further on this. I do recommend working in a collaborative setting. However, my recommendation to you is do not show up with your other music contributors and begin to develop music on the fly. Do not show up and just start to create in that environment and start from scratch and try to build a musical idea. Instead, arrive with a pre-made or pre-written verse, hook, melody line, or what have you. Make sure that you show up with at least some type of building block. So let me give you an example that we most likely have all experienced. So imagine you're going out 
on the weekend, let's say with your friend or your friends, you're going out with your spouse, you're going out with your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. And the conversation comes up about where you're going to eat. Hey, where do you want to go? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Those conversations are so annoying. Now, those conversations are a lot better when someone steps up and says, hey, you know what? I want to have seafood tonight. Okay, great. If that is the case, then you can say, hey, you know what? I know a place here. How much do you want to spend? The point is this com- the conversation becomes a lot more productive when someone shows up having something in hand, having just some direction. Now, let's take this back to our music example. When you show up having some direction, having some melody, having some words, having lyrics and things like that, collaboration is a lot better if you come to the table having something already settled. So that's the tip of the day. Make sure that in your collaboration, you show up having done your homework. And when you do, your collaboration efforts will be more successful. Yo, if you are enjoying our sessions together, give me that super crazy awesome review right now. Do it while you're thinking about it and make sure that you subscribe. Hey, and don't forget, invite me to your musical event and also send your questions. You can do that by sending an email. Ask at successwithmusic.com. Ask at successwithmusic.com. Collabo, friend of foe, now you know. I know there's gotta be a better way for me in this life. That is my dream. Here's to a family.